We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply weekend because i got a couple nominees perloff all right hit me um the bills and the Bengals, they might both be frauds and you know we watched so many incredible things this weekend we're going to talk about all of them today we're going to get you set for the exclamation point of super wild card weekend tonight with the cowboys and the buccaneers but how can you feel good right now if you're a bills fan like i am or if you're a Bengals fan yes you won the game But those in the regular season would be wins that feel like losses. Mm -hmm. And unless these two teams go back to the drawing board, and I'm going to say the Bills maybe even more than the Bengals, but the Bengals now are basically without most of their offensive line. Can't feel good about that. And the Bills almost handed a game away to a third-string quarterback and a team that they were, quite frankly, better than, and they looked worse. And yet, was there any point on Sunday where you thought either Buffalo or Cincinnati was going to lose. Did you? Yes. Play, did you? <laughs> yes. Oh, when, there's no way you could have thought Buffalo was going to lose. Skylar Thompson couldn't hit the ocean. I mean, they they outgained them by so much. I'd have no. I can't. If you have to explain to me and break it down like I'm a child. Yeah. How was that score? Thirty four to thirty one. They they allowed the Bills allowed three point three five yards per play. Uh, only seven other teams have done that in the last 16 years in a playoff game. It was one of the worst offensive performances. They outgained them. They doubled their yards. Yes. And they had three turnovers, and the Dolphins had two turnovers. How was that game 34-31? I still can't wrap my head around it. There was clearly one better football team on that field, <laughs> and it was Buffalo by a mile. Yeah, but the final score would indicate that. And the thing is, is that when you can go on like long, sustained drives, and you can actually start putting plays back-to-back on top of each other, well, then you can have some success, because as everyone has learned with the bills you can move on the bills you can move the ball on the bills whether you're joe montana joe burrow or skylar thompson anybody can move the ball on the bills they, they do the ball, they average three yards a play no but they, they do this bend don't break kind of thing Perloff, and they get these more sustained drives and then how do the bills answer in the second half explosive play that fails explosive play that fails going for everything hero ball all of the worst parts. And it was like everything that you were hoping you wouldn't see out of the Bills, you saw in the second half. And that's why they're hanging on for dear life and basically got a gift. And the gift was 
is that Mike McDaniel is a rookie head coach and that Skylar Thompson is a rookie quarterback because Ooh. that fourth and one, if they had just converted, so just like with Cincinnati and with Baltimore, if if the Miami Dolphins had converted the fourth and one, they're on their way. If Baltimore scores that touchdown at the goal line, that fourth quarter could have been completely different. Mm. I believe I don't, that. I don't think so. I don't I, think so. I'm a I was trying to bet. I was trying to bet on the Bills, and Vegas didn't see it that way. They never let the Bills get over uh, under minus seven and a half. It was ridiculous. Nobody out there thought the Bills were going to lose that game. And by the way, they didn't bend at all. They let up 231 yards on the day. There was no bend. There was break all over the place, yeah. but there was no okay. bend. <laughs> it, was, it was an all break, no bend. It was a fluky. Defense. I don't yeah. know how that big guy in the Dolphins picked up that fumble and got in the end zone. The Dolphins didn't do anything. And I, I hate Josh Allen can't fumble the ball. That's what's got to happen. If Skylar Thompson had somehow gotten the lead at the end, I think the Bills would have stormed back and scored. I felt like the Bills could do whatever they want. They were just taking these weird could long shots. Could do shot. whatever they want. They scored 34 points. I they, know, but... They gained 450 yards on the day. They, I know they took a lot of shots, but it felt like they were in total control to me. Total control. If that's what total control looks like, I mean, the defense made plays when they finally had to. Right, because Again, they were going against Scott. No, no, no. With they, a gift from a from a delay of game because Mike McDaniel couldn't get the play in in time. Uh, they couldn't get any plays in on time. Yeah. Uh, basically, the, the Dolphins did nothing all day. They mysteriously came up with 31 points. It was like the game was in a weird black hole. I honestly <laughs> felt like they, those two teams weren't even close. Well, no, the result was, and the game was fairly close. Yeah, I don't know how you can say that when it was like a nail-biter down to the very end. Was it though? All right, the other side of the glass, Mike and Sue. Did you guys ever think for a second the Dolphins were going to win that game? On the last drive, I thought maybe something could happen. If they, all they needed to do was hold on to the ball and score a touchdown. And like, listen, with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, anything could happen. But it wasn't until like two minutes and 27 seconds left that I thought they had a chance to win. Until they literally gave the ball to the Bills with no timeouts left. Yes, yes exactly. Still. Yeah, I'm the same as Mike. I actually thought for a few minutes there the Dolphins were going to win that game. So did I. And I actually thought the Ravens, I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, are the Bills really going to get to play Jacksonville in the second round? We're going to talk about that game later, of course, because okay. one of the all-time epic collapses slash comebacks in, in playoff history. But I actually blame you guys. You know, you're <laughs> supposed to be my friends around here. And I said I was concerned about playing this game against Miami. And what did you say? Don't worry about it. This game, lay the 13 points, Maggie. Come on. You're just being a negative Bills fan. And then look at what we saw. I know when my team is about to lay an egg. I can tell from the first quarter because they hit all these explosive plays and start like thinking, oh, you can just hit 50-yard bombs all the time. And they abandon anything that looks like a coherent offense. And that's a, it's like a weird thing that happens in the beginning of the games. They get on this roll, and then the defense takes away Stephon Diggs, and the whole thing collapses like a house of cards. I, I don't know. I thought they played down to their competition. I mean, okay, so the yeah, the, the last drive ended around right, right around midfield, right? Yeah. How was Skylar Thompson? They just gonna, needed a field goal to tie the game. Right. Okay, so maybe they get a field goal. How is Skylar Thompson going to score a touchdown on the Bills? There's just no way that was not going to happen. They That Miami offense was terrible. I know the drops hurt, but I, I thought the Bills really, really controlled Listen, the Listen, Skylar Thompson, he, dro- he, he missed a lot of throws, but he got no help from his receivers. I mean, you had Waddle who was dropping passes. You had Tyree Kill dropping passes, which is very rare. I mean, it was crazy. And if I'm the Bills and if I'm the Bengals, let's get the Bengals in on this. They're going to play each other next week. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen have never met in, in – um, in the NFL, the first time, there's no feeling out process yeah. here, except for obviously the game uh, Monday night with what happened with DeMar Hamlin. But it's like, 
this, I, I don't feel good if I'm either of these teams, and yet you feel good if you're both well, of those teams. listen, as an Eagles fan, I'll tell you, the year we won the Super Bowl in 2017, the first game played Atlanta in Philly. And the final score, I think, was 15-10. Atlanta had the ball down the goal line with barely any time left. Julio Jones dropped a touchdown pass. It was very discouraging. You came out of that game saying, oh, no, we're in big trouble. And then they just completely took off from there. Two years ago, Tom Brady and the Bucs got into this bizarre dogfight with Taylor Heineke. And you would have thought, oh, well, this Bucs team isn't going anywhere. Then they just blitzed everyone else the rest of the year, including the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. There's no way it goes week to week. And okay, you, so who, the Bengals or the Bills, who do you think has a better shot of going on a I, run like that? I think whoever wins that game is going to come out of the AFC. I think they're both going to beat the Chiefs. Really? Yeah, I what think makes you think that? Well, because I, I think the Chiefs' defense is just terrible. So I, I think both of these teams have a great chance. Now, listen, I was more worried. The Bengals' offensive line was a real issue. Now, if somebody just looks at the tape with Josh Allen, sits in a room, says, dude, would you not just fling the ball carelessly <laughs> all over the field? There were some, I mean, there was one where he was just running and just threw the ball out of bounds, bizarrely. Just do not run with the ball out. And all of a sudden, if he if he had not run with the ball out, this game probably would have been a much different game, maybe a blowout. Is This was not the first Bills game you've watched. I know yes. that you watch them every single week. That's yeah. like asking a human being not to breathe. It's like you, you it's it's not, it's like second nature. He'll tighten up. He'll, he'll, he'll tighten it up. Because listen, he played perfect against the Chiefs last year. There were, how many mistakes did he make in that game? Very few. Honestly, I think this was a matter of we were going to play down our competition. I think they, they came in the game, and I know they're professionals and they should be up for everything. I don't think they were up for this game because it was Skylar Thompson. They just come off this emotional week where with DeMar Hamlin. Of course. I just think that they kind of looked ahead of this game and were not that into it. How about when Tracy Wolfson asked Sean McDermott, you know, you were worried about your team coming out flat, and then he looks at her and goes, I don't think I said flat. Believe me. I know Tracy Wolfson. There's no way that she chose that yeah, word. No. Like, he definitely said that, and he... You could tell he was like, oh, no, I don't want this out right. in the universe of 40 million people watching this because they played so well in the first quarter. Right. They went up 17 nothing, right? Yeah. And then they completely – you could just see the air suck out of that team. They were like, so let's just protect this lead. Same thing with – I don't think the Bengals even considered the fact that Tyler Huntley was going to beat them. I don't think it crossed their mind until about, I don't know, 14 minutes left in the game. Like, uh-oh, we got a problem yeah. here. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're at the goal line. It's like, what – I mean, I know now John Harbaugh yeah. has come out and he has said – we told him to go low, and instead he went high. I mean, as far as, like, professional football goes, he wasn't, like, close. <laughs> he was no. he was still, like, a foot and a half, it feels like, away from the goal line. And, you know, J.K. Dobbins has yep. now come out and said some pretty aggressive things about the play calling. We have some sound from that, correct? So he's had some critical um, takes off of that game last night, and I think they're warranted. Let's hear a little. Why am I not out there all the time? I should be the guy. I'm tired of holding that back. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of holding that back. Let's go win the game. I'm tired of holding back on that. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of it. Like I'm tired of it. I think he's tired of it. You know, I haven't heard more people on the offense basically want to leave Baltimore. It was Hollywood Brown asked for a trade last year, and now J.K. Dobbins. And to be honest, why wasn't he involved mm. on that play? I is that is that a oh, you know, hindsight twenty twenty 
I, I don't understand well, why he wouldn't have been. He was having a super you, effective night. You can't say that because you're a football fan, right? We all say quarterbacks need quarterbacks. That's the, the de facto call on all. Why, why would you quarterback? It was a little far for quarterbacks. A little far. But if, you're he, not six, if six. he had gone low, he probably would have gotten it. If not, he would have been in the six-inch yard line. Whereas how many times we kill people when it's fourth and one and they go into shotgun and hand the ball off. I know. Just quarterback sneak it and get in. And if you didn't, he would have been six inches away. That was just, I think that was a fluke. But I, I'm not, also, by the way. It was a back great play. Of, it fell right into Hubbard's hands for Cincinnati and yeah. he runs it back for the touchdown. If the fumble hadn't happened, a lot of people were killing Joe Burrow. They're like, Joe Burrow doesn't look good. If the fumble hadn't happened before the half, I think the Bengals scored there. Then Joe Burrow came out and just, just torched them on the first drive. I feel like the Bengals just did not, for some reason, didn't know how to play with a lead there, which is the theme. I think that's the theme of the weekend. Teams do not know how to play with a lead in today's NFL. There's something weird. So <laughs> I specific, the yeah. Chargers might take that a little bit more so, than any other team. I yeah. just no no, but I think the Bills had the same problem. Oh, I think the Bengals kind of had that problem too, a little bit in a weird way last night. I, I think that the that's why I'm not worried about the Bengals or the Bills moving forward. Teams though, and they're behind that touchdown are completely different on offense. They're so much more aggressive. These coaches don't know how to do this. I don't, I'm not sure because nobody can run when it counts. And we're talking about teams that can't run when it counts. Let's start with Cincinnati and Buffalo yep. and put them at the top of the list. And I think the Chargers and, oh, and deserve the tra- to be there too. No, the Chargers are at the top of the <laughs> yes, list. Sorry. Because they're home right now. Teams yeah. that are alive. But so I, I think a lot of this is that's why I don't translate it to next week because I think that they played with the yips. And I also, I think both teams are so flat because they were listening to Maggie and Perloff on Friday <laughs> yeah. when I guaranteed neither would be a game or they were following <laughs> me on Twitter when I said, I'm so excited for this football Sunday. It's a shame that two out of three games won't be competitive. And then the first game was competitive. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I knew that one was going to be competitive. Yeah, I'm sure. Not only was it competitive, it also took a day and a half to play that game. Oh, I know. Remember they moved back the Giants game to 450, and even that didn't look like it was going to work. And you know what's funny is that after the Bills game, so like I needed a second to just like collect myself, you know? Does that happen to anyone else? Like, even if your team wins, let alone the losses, then you kind of, like, go wherever you got to go and into your dark place. But, like, with the with the wins, I just needed a second to, like, collect myself, like, do a little thing for Twitter, this and that. And by the time I got back, it was, like, seven minutes left to go in the first quarter. It was, like, the, the game was tied 7-7. Seven to seven. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean you, you go into your dark place? What is what's Where, where is that physically? What does that mean? What do you, where do you go? I mean, I mean, I don't go into my dark place. That's That sounds like you have a, a cave in your basement <laughs> where you just sit and sulk. No, you realize I, that she's Batman? Yeah. yeah. No, I, without the crime fighting or the <laughs> general altruism nor the money. Um, yeah, it actually that. sounds closer to uh, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> a little closer to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, put the bunny in the basket. Whatever. Uh, the, this dark place. Yeah. By the way, I, I don't know. Like, you don't go into a dark place when the Eagles lose. I don't think like just, you like, do. Like endlessly scrolling, just like hoping that somehow the game. I mean, it's somehow so, the outcome changes through. So different media. because the last time the Eagles had that magnitude of game, they won. So I can't really relate <laughs> to what it's like to, bo- right. to have Super Bowl expectations you know of blowing. So no, my dark place is not quite as dark because there's been light down there before. It's seen light. Amazing. Unlike your dark place. Okay, I love it. You know what? Giants, one of the hottest teams in the playoffs now. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about now. Now you get to play a division rival and see how you like it. I think the Giants are winning that game. I've effectively (laughs) lowered my bar. you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Nope. I've been killing the Giants all year, and I do not like playing the same team three times. It's going to be brutal. 
on Saturday night. Although I do like that the Giants have no rest and the Eagles have a ton of rest. And by the way, poor, if Dallas wins tonight, they have to play San Francisco. Saturday. Anyway, we have so much to break down. Okay, we've got too much to do. So, okay, let's get to our first break quickly. We see you guys on the phones. Get involved in the show, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You guys know we're on Coast to Coast on CBS Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. We are also streaming live on youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. The chat is up and running. Someone in the chat is named Mike McDaniel. (laughs) It's too close. (laughs) I know it's McDaniels, but... It's too close. No, Mike McDaniel, Josh McDaniels. It is Mike McDaniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've made that mistake about a thousand times. Yeah. Especially now that Tom Brady might choose between Miami and Vegas. That just confuses me (laughs) even more. Thanks for nothing, Tom. (laughs) We're going to get to everything. The future of Miami. We talked all about the Ravens and Bengals. We got to give you the latest with Lamar Jackson. He's been active now this morning on social media, sending clear messages to the organization. 855-212-4CBS. But we start with, who are you more worried about moving forward? Is it the Bills or is it the Bengals? Two teams that did not put their best foot forward in the wild card round. 855-212-4CBS. Get on board. Let's do this. It's going to be a fun show today. We want you to be a part of it. Don't move. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free, all on the road to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
That was a surprisingly exhausting weekend of football, Maggie. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to get these big breaks because the Bills were going to blow out the Dolphins early. They had no interest. I thought nothing to watch on Sunday night. I could maybe, I don't know, tune into whatever show I was watching on Hulu or HBO Max. No, nothing. I had to watch football the whole time, which was great. But complete. I didn't expect it all. Did now listen. You are a you're negative on the Bills. Did you expect those games to be that close? Um, I expected some close games, but I, honestly, I just know the Bills. Like it's very rare for them to blow teams out. It's just mm. rare. And so, and I was worried about the division rival thing. Did they blow out the Patriots in last year's playoffs? They did, which was amazing and incredible moment for assu- my life. Uh, I it was like 47-17 was... or something. Yeah, why score. Why didn't that happen again? They're Because they're not as... It's hard for me to say they're not as good as last year because they have a better record this year, and and I'm not even necessarily sure that's true, but it doesn't feel like they are as good. And okay. I think the loss of Von Miller is was really big. Yeah. And even though they, you know, played... Fine. I don't know. How do you explain the fact that they doubled the Dolphins in yardage? That I mean, they dominated the yards, and they did not win by more points. I don't quite understand it. I mean, because they had some explosive plays that worked in the first half, and then they tried to replicate it in the second half, and it didn't work. I have no idea. So the Dolphins had 223 yards. That's 110 yards per half. That is not enough to get to 31 <laughs> points. It's just not enough. It's a, it's a mystery. Okay. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Also, the turnovers. I mean, that's what happens when you're driving, driving, then you turn the ball over, either by fumble with the fumble and then the yeah, scoop I know, score, but Skyler turned they, it back over. <laughs> or the interceptions. Let's go to Lee. He's in San Diego. Starts us off here. Hi, Lee. How are you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing good. Good to great. I, I'm a first-time caller. Um, and I want to talk about the AFC playoff picture and especially the wild card weekend. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm a Chargers fan. I got to admit that. Get that out of the way. I don't, they're done. But uh, all these games were so close, and we were so close to having a uh, Miami going to KC. And uh, Baltimore going to San Diego, or not San Diego, L.A. It's just... Hey, Lee, can I ask you a question? You're a Charger fan because we've gotten, we know we're on in San Diego. We love that we're on in San Diego, but, you know, we've gotten some people who call and say they're not Charger fans anymore because they left uh, San Diego and all that. But, so you're a true Charger fan. Like, what was it like to watch what happened in the second half? Um, I got sick to my stomach. They found a whole new, new way to hurt my soul. What are you talking about? This is the oldest way for the Chargers to hurt your soul. They've done the same thing a million times. Missed field goals in the playoffs. <laughs> that, they Be invented sensitive. that. Be they, sensitive. Oh, come on. That, that had missed field goal Charger loss written all over from the second quarter on. But I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking about parity in the NFL generally. And especially... All these games come down to the wire, and there's maybe a couple of elite teams in the league, and there's a bunch of good teams, and there's some mediocre teams that can sneak up on you. Lee, it's a great great take. Appreciate you, and appreciate being candid about what it was like to watch that, and don't let Perloff just say, oh, chargering again, like you should be used to it. Everyone hurts 
Get out you of know, here. You know, in a different way, yet in a very familiar way. They might as well have signed Nate Kading and have him come out there and miss key field goals at the end. That was the <laughs> most typical Chargers loss I've ever seen in my life. And Sandra, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, that uh, helped the Jets. Yeah. They, you know, they beat the San Diego. But the uh, when Dicker missed the 40-yarder, it was like... When they should, by the way, they definitely should have gone for it there. Definitely should have gone for it, it, but this it wasn't is the even new Brandon it. Staley, not the old Brandon well, Staley. that's the thing that drives me nuts with what I may. I mean, Brandon, I defended Brandon Staley on Friday. That was, that goes into my giant pile of mistakes this year because I should not have defended him. He had a terrible <laughs> game. He had a terrible game. I think he might keep his job, but... Yeah, not going forward in 4-3. Why did you listen to the internet and stop going for it on 4th down, Brandon Staley? Don't listen to us. Also, it's like that was your identity, and then now you don't do it this year. It's like nothing about him is consistent at all. I was indignant about him last week playing Mike Williams, and this is just a whole new level. But let's go to Big Dave. We'll get more into Staley in a second. We've got some reporting around that. Dave, our buddy. Dave, Hi. I know you can be honest with me. I can. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. First of all, the last caller, I'll tell you what, watching watching the Chargers' last loss was like watching. It was like watching a coach lose his job, and it was like Sean Payton's wife looking for real estate agents <laughs> in California. Um, but seriously, listen, Maggie, I love you. Enjoy the show. Hey, don't mind to what, to what McLovin says about, uh, about your bills. Listen, I'm a Cowboys fan. I can smell impending doom coming. Yep before it enter, enter, ever enters the room, and it don't look good for your bills. And let me ask you another question. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, thank you for validating what I was feeling, even though the rest of the world was telling me, don't worry about it. They're going to blow you them know, out. I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. They tried every way in the world to lose. Yep. And, and Miami just wouldn't take it. But listen, let me ask you all a serious question. Sure. Was that John Harbaugh last night or Jim Harbaugh? I mean, did he have a stroke <laughs> in the second half? Of the I, mean, I mean, listen, less than two minutes to go. Okay, they're, I mean, no, he's got two timeouts in his pocket. Yep. They don't have any idea what they're doing. They're wandering around, man. I mean, they're huddling with 49 seconds to go. They're huddling up. I mean, that was, that was, that was the biggest debacle that I have ever seen. That's I, the I biggest debacle know. you've ever seen ever, Dave? You've watched well, football for a long time. I, Get out of here. I, I exaggerate. It was the biggest of everything. Okay. okay. Anyway, it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty big. It, it was, was ridiculous. Big. No, I'm with Dave. Okay, I think wait, that Dave, might be the Dave. biggest we've ever seen. Dave that was Maggie. stupid. Yeah. Oh, you guys are so sure the Bills have this impending doom. Does that mean that you're betting the house on the Bengals next week? I might. Oh, absolutely not. Because they, they tried. <laughs> y'all have to help. They better be glad that Lamar Jackson was hurt. Or, you know, yeah. if you take one fluke, stupid play, uh, you know, a 98-yard uh, fumble return yeah. for them to win? No, I don't feel great about them either. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, they're... wait till you see the Chiefs' defense. They stink too. So I, I think that it's going to be somebody's got to come out of this thing. Dave, yeah, I mean. what's going to happen. It's going to be the Bengals are going to, they're going to beat the Bills. I, and then I, I don't think there's any way that the Bengals beat uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes three times in the same year. I don't think yeah. It'd be hard to do. Dave, thanks so much for the call. You make our show better. You're a great caller and, and become a show friend. Oh, you're saying that because he was with you on Bill's Panic? I appreciate panic? it. So who's not panic? Tell me who, who came out of this week not panic. 
I think the 49ers probably feel pretty good. I mean, I know they were trailing at halftime, but that might have been like Brock Purdy at a little bit of a test here, and I think he passed with flying colors. So I think the 49ers probably feel good. They played a division rival, but they took care of business, and it ended up being a blowout in the fourth quarter. So, for example, okay, I totally agree, except that if you are going to judge the 49ers on blowing out that Seahawks team and that defense, then you got another thing coming for the rest of the playoffs. Because I'm telling you, the Cowboys would have beaten that Seahawks team by 30 points. Uh, and the Bucs, I do not think that was a good team. So you cannot the judge a week to week. The Giants probably feel good because they got yeah. this house money thing going on. Right, but that's different. I'm talking about favorites who actually felt good. I, I think the Niners, I, I would be very careful. I think they're really good. They're my Super Bowl pick for yeah. sure. But just because they blew out the Seahawks, I mean, the Seahawks defense, once you get past the front line, you are, you're just going to go to town. I get it, but that little bit of adversity there that we were waiting for Brock Purdy, like what it was going to be like for him when he encountered just that little bit of a bump in the road. And to be honest, Wait, well, and by the way, let me, sorry. I'm, yeah. I know we got other callers, but what was, why was everyone killing Brock Purdy? Because he, he did start out a little tight, missed yeah. a couple of, he was nine for 19. Everyone's like, look, he's missed 10 passes. Four of them were because the pressure got him on him immediately. And he threw the ball out of bounds and he wasn't missing much. He had he came into the halftime with about 180 yards on 18 attempts. He was averaging about 10 yards per attempt. He was balling, and I was I was not surprised at all that he came out and just had more success in the second half. Because I thought Bert, Brock Purdy had 16 points at half, and people were like, "You're ruining the game." This is the 49ers. <laughs> 16 <laughs> points should be enough to win any game. You know. So I, I thought Purdy was solid throughout. Did you see that in the first half? Everyone's like, oh, here, here he's come back to earth. Well, I thought it was like, all right, a little bit because, you know, when the Seahawks did like the squib, like right at half, and you can tell like, man, Pete Carroll's not messing around here today. Not that you would expect him to, and you're in a winner, you know, winner go home situation, but they were super aggressive in that game. I thought, man, maybe this yeah. might get Brock Purdy on his heels a little bit. Yes, after. In his seven games, the 49ers are averaging 34 and a half points. Yeah. Like, like that's legit. He's like, it's a legit and offense way, with the best defense in the NFL. Like They keep hitting the over, too, by and the way. Say anything you want about Brock Purdy. How hard is it to throw an eight-yard pass to McCaffrey. Debo Samuel or Christian <laughs> McCaffrey? <laughs> Debo especially. Debo just needs the ball with an he inch of space, ball. and it's a touchdown. He threw that ball like six yards. Debo Samuel. I know. I know. And he, get to, he didn't get touched. Like, nobody even came close to him. He's so and then weird. everyone's like, Purdy, what a legend. I know. Like, I, was, I don't know, guys. How fast he is, too. He just burned everybody, too. I was bragging about Purdy's yards per attempt at the first half, and they were amazing. And it was all McCaffrey and Debo just running wild <laughs> once they got the ball. I know. Okay, see you guys on the phone. It's going to get to you in just a moment. We want your input today because today's about you. Every day's about you. Uh, it's about what you saw this weekend, and then later on we'll turn our attention to tonight. Coming up, of course, we're going to get to the most disappointing loss of the weekend. We've got to do it. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. It looks like Brandon Staley is going to be safe here. Some of the reporting coming out of San Diego is, you know, hey, you know, they uh, on the whole, they like what he's doing. There's maybe a thought, and of course, obviously the team's not going to come out and say this, that 
you know, going after a Sean Payton is going to be too costly, both in draft capital and also just actual money. That's so disappointing. Not that it even has to be Sean Payton, but to be honest, like I'm not somebody who calls for anyone to be fired beyond Nathaniel Hackett, but I think we all saw that coming. I just wait, can't wait, wait, believe wait, wait. that well, Brandon Staley somebody... would not lose his job over this. I don't know if that's true. What? <laughs> that you're not someone who calls for head coaches to be fired. Well, Hackett, we all knew, was a disaster <laughs> from the moment go. Joe Judge, you never call for his job? Well, I mean, when you're running quarterback sneaks, I'm like first down, <laughs> like first and 10. Mike McCarthy? <laughs> McCarthy, I said, is coaching for his job. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, by the way, you're completely right in every single one of those <laughs> examples. Yeah. But uh, let's not pretend that, yeah, I mean, you were right about Brandon Saley. He screwed up big time. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you have a 27-7 to lead. And just, I know that he's not the offensive guy, but he also have to, it has to answer for this because the offense has been a disaster. When you consider the weapons and you consider the quarterback, mm, yeah, the offense that, has been wildly underachieving. I don't think that, you know, we argued about this on Friday. I don't think that roster is as good as you'd think. I, honestly, I, I was watching it on, on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, that receiving core is, it's like watching a, glacier move across the arctic it is so (laughs) slow can they get somebody fast and also i love austin eckler but you basically your main weapon is a third down back can you build get some young guys can you get jordan addison or somebody in there to fly down the field and pressure the defense just once gerald everett is such a massive part of their offensive game plan it is wild yeah, and Gerald Everett will cost you a game just as fast as you will win a game. That but, is Gerald Everett's thing. But listen, for as tough as he is, like that, he's not fast. And this, no. is, this is what happens with Mike Evans. You saw it even when they started getting into the red zone. And mm-hmm. one of the bad omens for the Chargers, I thought, was getting off of the intercept, one of the four interceptions that Trevor Lawrence threw. And you're basically at third and goal, and you get stopped, and you end up having to kick a field goal instead of punching in another touchdown, yeah. which probably put a, would have put the game out of reach. Yeah. Although I know it's the Chargers. Oh, by the way, the four interceptions, fluke, 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 fluke. Fluke, fluke. I mean, fluke, one of them, one of them the, the officials, and I know Joey Bosa of the Chargers was complaining about the officiating, ironically. <laughs> Basically, the Jaguars receivers in the first half would come down the field, just get tackled by every Chargers receiver. One of them, the first interception, I think, no, the second interception, Asante Samuel Jr. physically lifted up the receiver, moved yeah. him to the side, and caught the ball. How they didn't throw a flag on that. And then they picked up this pass interference flag. That officiating was bananas in that game it was all over the place it was terrible but Bosa's got to get it under control Definitely. I mean you cost your team that. you can't like I get it and it wasn't even like I don't think throwing the helmet that got him the second on sportsman like and that moved the ball to the one yard line that set up the two-point conversion that Trevor Lawrence now Tyler Huntley if you were as tall as Trevor Lawrence maybe you can pull something like that couldn't yeah. do it and so but that was easy pickings there for Trevor Lawrence and for the Jags at that crucial point of the game you you got to be smarter. Like, you're getting paid too much, and you're too good to lose your cool like that. And, I, again, I don't think it was a throw in the helmet. is whatever he said to the official. God uh, knows what that was. Okay, I, I'm always real quick. Case Keenum did exactly what Tyler Huntley did, but he did even dumber. He did it at the 50-yard line and dove over, reached the ball over the first down line, and someone knocked it out of his hands. <laughs> and the official's uh, like, no, no, that only works at the goal line. <laughs> it does, the play doesn't stop. <laughs> Wait, did you hear from Case that the official actually said that to him? No, they, no, no, no. But real- no, the, uh, the announcer actually said yeah. that. Uh, it was it was a fluke play. I didn't want five, to bring it up because you got Five-year anniversary of Minneapolis Miracle yesterday. That was fun. Didn't quite work out the same way for the Vikings. <laughs> 
it was no miracles yesterday. It was miracles, I guess, for the Giants. Uh, let's go to Darren's in Michigan. Darren, how are you? Hey, guys. Hey, sorry about that. I switch over. You know, Maggie, I got to agree with you 100%. I mean, like the last caller, I'm also a Cowboys fan. And, you know, I can smell when there's going to be problems before a game even begins. Yep. Uh, for example, when they lost to the Jaguars, I was not surprised at all. I just had a feeling that they were going to come into that game and they were going to mess around and that it would be very possible they'd lose. I mean, if you are a Bills fan and you were not legitimately concerned that a third-string quarterback was going to beat your team, then I don't know what game you were watching. (laughs) Because, I mean, if they'd had Teddy Bridgewater, they would have lost that game. Oh, let alone Tua. Tua they would have lost by by 10 points. I know. I don't. I, I disagree with both of you. They would have woken up and actually been conscious for the second half of the game and scored a ton of points. <laughs> well, it's because the Miami Clint's, that's 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 kind of like insulting, though. Oh, right? they were. You're saying they weren't flat. You're saying that after the score was seventeen nothing, they didn't sort of rest on their laurels and say we got this well, one. Pearl, the biggest problem I think is that they're facing division opponents, and it is hard to beat a team. I don't care how good you are to beat them three times in. A, in the year. But, you know, as far as you, my friend, I mean, it just clearly shows that Eagle fans are not as intuitive as Cowboy fans. That's, that's gotta be <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they don't <laughs> have the, the scar tissue. Well, Eagles fans actually do have the scar tissue. Yeah. Darren, thank you for the call. Excellent Wait, call. Yeah, compared to Cowboys fans, Cowboys have a million Super Bowls. Yeah. One thing about, okay, the Bills. If the Bills are in a close game or they're trailing, yeah. everyone knows exactly. There's no reason to even call a play. It's going to be Josh Allen scramble for eight yards. Josh Allen scramble for 13 yards. Josh Allen. So they have this secret weapon when they fall behind or the game is super close. They never pulled out that secret weapon. I know. Yesterday it was Josh Allen because throws they were, a bomb down the sideline yeah. for 50 yards because they knew nothing. That, they knew they were going to win and that it got a little scary at the end, but they didn't pull out their secret weapon because they never had to. The win probability was never that far against Buffalo. Can I tell you when I got really nervous? When? I texted you about this. The moment I got really nervous oh. was in the first half. When all of a sudden we got a little more on the Skylar Thompson backstory. Oh, and the that, father, yeah, first yeah. of all, I lose the mother, which is <laughs> awful, right? And I am a mom, so of course I'm identifying with this. And then his dad drove 15 hours. He's there. He's watching the game in his son's jersey. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No one told me Skylar Thompson's life is a movie. This can't be. Like now this is like, of course it's setting up for Skylar Thompson to be the hero. And while we're all talking about... You know, Brock Purdy, it's actually Skylar Thompson that's going to have the Disney movie name yeah, you know, I mean, after him. Can I just read real quick a little box score line here? He was 18 for 45, 220 yards, one touchdown, two picks. In another universe, that is considered the worst playoff game in the history of the NFL. 18 for 45 <laughs> the ball 45 in 2023. <laughs> How do you go 18 for 45? <laughs> Well, they were down by 17 points, so I get you just have to start throwing the ball. But Brock Purdy, or Brock Purdy, uh, Skylar Thompson should have never been thrown. There the were ball a couple waddle drops that added to that, yeah. but still, 18 for 45 is egregious. Like how that game was 34-31 is still a miracle to me. That is the Miami miracle, although the game was in Buffalo. How Cincinnati <laughs> and Baltimore were that close is crazy. I mean, these well, games no, are Cincinnati, all insane. No, no, no. Because Baltimore actually was getting first downs and moving the ball, and they were stopping Cincinnati. Miami was not moving the ball at all. They just got a bunch of fluke scores of bizarre. Well, and they went on a couple, like, 10-play drives. But let's go to Vincent, who is in the Bronx, wants to talk about big game. Now we're fast-forwarding here. Giants-Eagles Saturday night. Vincent, how are you? 
Oh, hi, I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you know, it was a really big win for the Giants yesterday, and, you know, obviously their first playoff win since Super Bowl Forty Six. but, you know, remember for the last time the Giants and Eagles met in the playoffs was actually the 2008 divisional round. Actually, the Eagles beat the Giants 23-11, to which was also – the last game at Giant, the last playoff game at Giants Stadium. But you know, keep in mind the Giants do still have a chance to beat the Eagles. You know, going back also to 2007, you know, the the Cowboys beat the Giants twice in the regular season, and the Giants beat the Cowboys in the divisional round yep. in Dallas. Yeah, that so was a they, famous one because Dallas had already like made plans right they had already it got leaked out that they had already like either made plans or had did some kind of logistical thing for the next round what's and, this what, yeah. when was this that was um, that was the first uh giants playoff run they they lost to dallas both times in the regular season and then beat them in the playoffs in the first round in dallas oh. Vince, vincent thank you for the phone call yeah i I'm not ruling out the giants flat out winning this game already i think the spread open at seven and a half came down to seven uh, and it's, I don't think the Giants are even that good of a team, but there's a formula to beat the Eagles, and that's run the ball and have a running quarterback. They can control the game. It puts if, if you get the ball less, it puts a lot more pressure on Jalen Hurts. I'm telling you, this is a nerve-wracking Wait, game. Guys, can we, are we going to allow Perloff to get away with this? I don't think this is right. <laughs> you can't just all of a sudden like do this mind game trickery thing. Like yeah. I know when my team, like yes, I can smell, I can smell it when the Bills are going to, when they're in trouble. But I can't outright, you can't just say on Monday you think the Eagles are going to lose. I'm, I actually, the second I saw that matchup, I'm really thinking of betting the Giants' money line. Because I think this you're is. You're doing a, an emotional hedge, is what you're doing. <laughs> no, I know you think I'm hedging, but honestly, I mean, I think a lot of people are looking at this game and saying, well, the Giants are a particularly dangerous matchup here. They're a seven and a half point underdog. Well, it's down to seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I know Daniel Jones is like listen, on that, a heater right so now. So the Bills but... were a 14 point underdog, and now you're claiming you saw that they were going to lose the game. I didn't think two they were going to lose. I just knew it was going to be close. I knew it was going to be close, and I was trying to tell you guys, and you wouldn't listen to me. It was like a bad dream where you're like trying to explain something to someone, but they just keep glossing over it. I knew it was going to be close. I thought they'd win the game. Okay, well, let's turn to your game. Yeah. What's going to happen in Bills Bengals? It's Monday. <sighs> you know, I don't feel good about what the Bills did yesterday, but. I think that it could be the type of game that does refocus them. That's what I'm hoping. This is yeah. now this is the optimist in me. <laughs> she rarely comes out. But <laughs> it's like if they can refocus this and maybe this is like the kind of game that just scares the living daylights out of you, you know, as a player, like hey, we've got to really get our you know what together. And I'm hoping that's the case and then I'm looking at the Bengals offensive line and I'm, I know last year they had a terrible offensive line and they went to the Super Bowl so it didn't matter but I'm I'm thinking that's going to be a vulnerable spot. If they can get to Burrow and maybe force him into some turnovers, I think they have a shot. Yeah, I th- I actually think finding Cole Beasley might help too. I mean, they need like an 8-yard pass instead of yeah. a 90-yard pass and Cole Beasley came up with a couple of them. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow running is going to be the story of this game. You just saw it last night too. Those guys are so fast for their size. I, I, th- I think I don't think you saw a full Josh Allen yesterday. I don't know why. No. Kind of got the yips or something. Or I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know why they were dialing up those long bombs. I know they had them. Miami was giving them one on one coverage on the outside, but I think it becomes a way different game. Honestly, I think you reset. You have to reset. You tell me the Bills are going to come in 
to a divisional round game against the defending AFC champions with the same energy they did against this crappy Miami team? Well, you hope not. And but then I'm not going to allow you to just say on Monday you think your team's going to lose. You well, get you're you're the more rested team. I know Hertz is playing through yeah. some pain, but you cannot just come out after you've been the best team in the NFC all season long, have the best record in the NFC, and then think, uh, we're going to lose to the Giants be, who are on the upstart. That's well, not right. It makes me really nervous that the Giants could care less about running Daniel Jones 15 to 20 times. That is really nerve-wracking. It's like seeing Lamar. It is, it's not easy to beat a team where the quarterback is going to run and not care about his health at all. I mean, how many times, let's see, how many runs did he have yesterday? It felt like 110. He had, uh, I think he had seventeen for seventy-eight. 70, yards. Yeah, it's hard when the quarterback, when the when the team doesn't care about a quarterback's future and just runs them willy-nilly like it's college. It's that makes him very dangerous. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. That's the number to call to get involved with the show. Judy is in the chat right now, asking where are all the Viking fans today? Damn, <laughs> Judy. <laughs> That is cold-blooded, and I love it. I mean, we're going to get more into that game yeah, from the I mean, Vikings side of things and the Giants side, but more on the Vikings side. We'll do that in just a little bit. I don't think there were a lot of disappointed Vikings fans. I think along with everyone else, everyone knew this Vikings team was not necessarily what their record said it was. I mean, this is like the 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 analytics like crowd, the numbers crowd, yeah. they just they were – vindicated yesterday. Actually, I thought the game was a little closer than I expected. Oh, well, the Vikings had the ball, like, with the the, the game on Kirk Cousins' hand. Yeah. And on a fourth and eight, decided to throw it four yards. I mean, what was wrong with their defense? It it was as if there was no coach. Uh, I saw there were plays where a giant would catch the ball. There wasn't a a defender within 15 yards of them. I was like, what are the safeties doing? Like, how are they entertaining themselves? They're clearly not (laughs) focused on the Giants' wide receivers. Watching Netflix. How are they entertaining themselves? Uh, Okay, we've got more on the Vikings. We've got more on the Chargers, the teams that are going home. We also have Lamar Jackson taking to Instagram today to send a message to the Ravens. What did he say? We've got all that for you in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.